I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Courtney, who's going to talk to us about intuition and transitions. And she's also has a beautiful visual element for us today. So she's going to share her screen as well. Uh, so please put your hands together virtually or physically for Courtney to join Sunday school. Yes. Hello, everyone. Go ahead and get this screen share going. Welcome. My name is Courtney and I'm here to talk to you all about developing your intuition to get stuff done during a life transition. So as you all know, we're all in the middle of team COVID right now. So we've all had to pivot in some way or another since March on to we're in July and we're still pivoting. So I just wanted to spend time today and talk about it. And as was mentioned, we've been working on this for a while. So I'm just very, very blessed and fortunate to be here to, able to talk to you about it today. So first and foremost, though, I have a question for all of you. And that is, why are you here today? So to all the people who are here live, if you wouldn't mind, please utilize the group chat feature to type in why you are here. And if you are listening to the podcast, just think about it. What do you want to get out of today? There's all the live participants. If you could put that in, that would be fantastic. We've got a few people responding here and Gigi says she wants to learn how to listen to her intuition and trust it. Uh, yeah. Cola says that she just is open and here to learn. Uh, Georgie's here for community. We love community. Um, and then I said, I want to hear about the lessons that you learned after your big life event. Um, I hope you get into that and talk a little bit about the things that you've been through because they're a big deal. Um, and then Jen says, this is uh, the first Sunday school they're attending. So they're thrilled to check out the topic. Awesome. Well, welcome, Jen. And yes, Gigi, I will be hitting on my experience. So yes, that is later to come. So thank you all for taking the time to share. But ultimately, so I'm hearing a mix of things from what are the signs? I'm new to Sunday school and kind of want to hear about how I've used my intuition to help get me through life. We're going to hit on several of those today. So just a little bit about me. The slide has a lot of information on it, but I'm just going to recap real, really quickly. So my name is Courtney. Y'all know because you came to this class or you are listening to the podcast. So I consider myself to be an inspirational wellness and a life speaker. I have a podcast. It's Soul Renewal Radio. So it's all about thriving during life and balancing how you feel and what's going on and just making the most of this current moment in time. Also, I'm a certified uh, intuitive master coach, fitness professional. I have a life coach certification. And then I have all the other educational stuff from MBA to uh, uh, BS in engineering. So I did the corporate world and then I've left that. So that'll also be just a little bit talked about today. So in this session, you're going to get a couple things. So three of them are one being strategies to help you connect with your intuition exercises to affirm your self-worth and also tools to bring everything together because it's great to know and get a bunch of strategies but it's like okay so how can i actually apply that to my day-to-day -day? and i believe in keeping stuff simple i've spent way too many years of my life making things way more harder than they ever needed to be so now i'm all about simplicity and efficiency and i hope that is something that you're able to pick up on today and find things that resonate with you so before we start Two questions for you. Question number one, are you willing, I mean willing, <laughs> to understand and further go deeper into the power that exists within you? And then the second question is, do you want to learn ways to increase your self-worth to make crucial life decisions? So I hope the answer is yes. <laughs> and if it is yes, you're definitely in the right place. This is the class for you.
Okay, what is intuition? I love questions. It's going to be very interactive today. Even if you are listening to this as the podcast, I want you to answer this question. What is intuition to you? To all the live participants, if you wouldn't mind, please type that into the chat. So I can know what your thoughts are. Oops, going to take it back. Yeah, so I see I have something in the chat. So Kirsten says, my deepest knowing. Benita says, an inner knowing. Georgie says, trusting yourself. Excellent. So of course, there's a billion dictionary definitions. So here are a few that I pulled from the good old internet. So as defined by Google, intuition is the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. It's further defined as a thing that one knows or considers likely from instinctive feeling rather than conscious reasoning. And also Merriam-Webster just coins intuition as a quick and ready insight and the power of attaining direct knowledge without evident or rational thought or interference. So as you can see, I highlighted a couple of things that stood out to me. And the first is the ability to understand immediately. And that kind of captures what you all put into the group chat. Also, it's an instinctive feeling and it is the power of attaining direct knowledge. So the word power, that power radiates in all of us, even when we think that it's not there, it really is. So just a quick self-assessment. These answers do not need to go into the chat. Just think about them on your own. You can jot them down, write it down and see where you are. So for these subcategories, the overall question is, how well do you tap into your intuition for the following? On a scale of one to 10, 10 being I'm a pro, I'm a G, I got this all day. One is, <laughs> what is intuition? This is a bunch of woo-woo stuff. Please give me logic, give me facts all day. I'm not about it. And the subcategories are health and healing, personal relationships, professional relationships, career advancement and entrepreneurial growth, financial decisions, relocation, self-awareness, and critical decisions. So many different categories. All of these are subsets of some form of transition that we all go through at some form of another. So for you, I would like for you to see right now how you stack up in each of those categories. Remember, there's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. There just is. And that is, is wherever you are at this moment in time. So again, for the podcast listeners, I'm going to go through the list again, just in case you maybe missed something. And the areas are health and healing, personal relationships, professional relationships, career advancement, entrepreneurial growth financial decisions, relocation, self-awareness, and critical decisions. Again, scale is one to 10. 10 is amazing, one is nah, not at all. So why is intuition relevant? These are my personal opinions. Again, this is all Courtney's opinion. Okay, so just remember that everyone else is entitled to their own, but for me, I believe intuition is relevant because it's a potential lifesaver. And I'm definitely going to hit on that in the next few slides. The second thing, it can help you avoid drawn out processes or additional strain. And also, like to put it simply, it is you being the expert in you and trusting that. It's great to ask other people questions and to get advice and to Google a bunch of things and to get research, but ultimately intuition is relevant when we start to trust ourselves to be able to make the decisions that we believe are best suited for us. 
And now we move into live transitions, kind of while you're here, what we've been going through all year. You know, when 2020 started, people probably had goals like it's 2020, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, all the things, you know, and then boom, life happens as it always does. And so the types of transitions that can occur career health, relationship, financial, the list goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And even just this year alone, people have probably experienced multiple of those transitions and they may not have felt felt that they were prepared for it or had planned for it, but they realized, hey, I'm in this situation. So now what in the world do I do? So for everyone, again, group chat, let's put some answers in there. Are you in a transition, fresh out of one or about to go into. And this can be because of what we've had going on this year, just different things. It doesn't have to be strictly related to the global pandemic. But I see some things coming into the chat. So I see in a transition in within. Okay, so people here are all kind of going through one at this moment in time. So there is an emotional effect of intuition during a major transition. So if you're aware of vibrational energy and all of those things, you'll know there are some things we consider a low vibe and that's shame, guilt, apathy, grief, fear, and anger. All of those low vibrational emotions can impact your intuition. And what I mean by that is it can cloud your judgment. There are studies that show that these can make, uh, they can make you risk adverse. It can make you want to stay in a box. It can make you fearful to step out and do something different. And also sometimes if you're in those states of, oh my goodness, I, I have this feeling, I know what to do, but then the doubt comes in and you start to question, but wait, is that what I need to do? Oh, but wait, this person is saying this or this person experienced it, but they did this instead. And you start to distort what you already knew to do. Therefore, you start to doubt the whole intuition thing in the whole first place, all because you may have been in a low vibe state when you tried to make a decision. So this can just lead to a constant cyclic cycle, cyclic cycle of repeating it over and over and over and over and over again and leave you wondering why in the world am I still in this situation? I, I do the things, I meditate, I have the books, I listen to podcasts, I, I buy courses, I do all of these things, but why am I still here? Because you may self-doubt yourself when you already know the answer. I know I've been there before, so it happens. And again, like I told you in the very beginning of all this, I believe in keeping it simple. So here are my four stages of a life transition. Number one, simple. It's the end of one chapter. The second phase is the period of what's next slash what do I do? That can be your oh my God moment with some explicitives in there. The third phase is your solution phase. And then the fourth is walk through the door to the new opportunity or to the new situation. And with that being said, now I'm going to talk about my personal story of intuition and go back to what I mentioned in a few slides prior about how it has the potential to save your life. So when I rewind the life of Courtney and the history of me, I literally went up against a brick wall and had to rely on my intuition. I was a teeny bopper. I was 17. I was about to graduate from high school. 
literally only had one more semester and then I was out, you know, and you're in high school, you're like, I can't wait to be done. I want to go to college. All these things or, or whatever. So that was me. I had all these goals. I was a runner. I did cross country. I was doing track. I'm like, oh, I'm going to make it to state for my own event. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so great. But life said, that's cute, but I have something else planned for you. So literally, I remember every single thing about this day. I was about to go to track practice. One of my ex-boyfriend's brothers asked me, never had talked to me in his life for a ride home. After practice, I was like, yeah, cool. I can do that. That's fine. Couldn't find him after my practice was done. I'm looking and looking and looking nowhere to be found. So I head to my SUV or my mom's SUV, let's be honest, my mother's SUV. And as I get to the driver's side door, I have this feeling, put your phone in your pocket. I was like, oh, that's weird. But I listen, I put my phone in my front coat pocket over, over my chest on the left side. I was about to get in the car. And then I had this feeling, put your purse behind your driver's seat. I'm like, that's weird, but I did it anyway. So the minute I get on the interstate, I'm 30 minutes away from where I live because that's where my, the distance from my high school to my home was. The minute I got on the interstate, I had this feeling, Courtney, you're going to be in a wreck. And in that moment, I said, okay, whatever happens, happen. Now, now uh, looking back, I was 17 and I made that commitment from whatever feeling that I had. And then that 25 minute drive in the middle of rush hour, I don't remember any of it. But I came to and I could smell the airbag had deployed and it's dark and it's raining and I'm looking around. I'm on this two lane road. Nobody is stopping to help me. Cars are going by and there's a house directly across the street from me. And I'm like, wow, nobody's going to come and help me. But I remember, ah, my phone is in my pocket. So I, at first I tried to get out the car and I realized I can't. I'm like, oh, my seatbelt's still on. I had no idea. My left elbow was shattered. My left femur completely broke in half. My right ankle was broken. I had skull fractures, a hematoma. Every bone around my left eye broke. My left eye was pushed back. I had no idea the extent of my injuries. But I'm trying to be Hercules. I released my arm. I didn't know it was broken. I reached to grab my phone. The first person I think to call is my mom. Hey, not 911, have no idea, but I'm going to call my mom because she just so happened to be at home. Everything happens for a reason, y'all. She just so happened to be at home in our basement. We have no reception in the basement, but the call got through. I couldn't articulate where I was, but she followed the sound of the ambulance to get to me. And in that moment, while I, I, I'm in that vehicle, I made a decision. I said, I don't care what happens to me. I don't care if I lose a leg. I had no idea what my injuries were, but I committed then that this is happening to me for a reason. And I have the power somehow within me to make it through. Now that is one hell of a life transition to go through from being able to run, to jump, to, to lift my arms, to pick things up, to do all those things that we sometimes take for granted. And I couldn't do it anymore, but I made a commitment that, you know what? I have two choices. I can sit and wallow and be sad and be like, why is this happening to me? I didn't ask for this. I don't want to go through this. I just want to coast to the next level. You know, I have college lined up. I've already been accepted. I have all these things that I feel like I need to do, but I realized then life has something different. The universe has a different path for me to take. And that's how I view some of these life transitions that we go through. 
So to tie it in to the different stages, the first stage of ending a chapter, that was my car crash. That was the end, the end of my running career at that time. That was the end of old existing thoughts and old ways of thinking, but that also projected me to stage two, the period of what's next what do I do? And for me, that was the healing phase. That was the, how do I do that? That was going through the rehabilitation and making it fun. That was learning how to re-extend my arm because I couldn't, and it still doesn't fully extend, but it extends as best as I was able to get it. That was learning how to walk again. That was defying what the doctors, their limitations they put on me. They said, oh, you're not going to be able to do this by this time. You won't be able to do this by this time. And I said, I hear what you're saying because you went to school and you have an education for this, but you don't know me. And I know that I'm going to make it through this because I made it through the worst of it. Because if I was meant to die, I would have died, but I didn't. So therefore I have a purpose here. So I hope that whatever phase of life you're in right now, whether you feel like, oh my gosh, my world has completely fell apart, whether that's from a relationship, whether you're in a huge financial setback, there is always a way. Whatever happens to us happens for us. And with that being said, that moves into the third phase, the solution phase. And that was for me, elevated thinking. I couldn't currently, I could not continue to exist as I was because existing as I was got me to where I ended. But the wreck projected me into bigger and better things. And the same is for you. And then the fourth phase is the walk through the new door phase. And that new door for me was acceptance of the journey before me in all aspects, not just the happy things like, oh, yay, I'm able to walk again, which I was able to do in less than three months, by the way. Broken femur, broken right ankle, both legs were jacked up. But because I said, you know what? I'm going to do me and I'm going to make it through this. I still defy the odds and you can too. Simply put, it won't be easy. I know a lot of people want to promote, oh my goodness, as long as you just think positive, everything is going to be okay. Ah, life's still going to happen. But guess what? Our reaction will dictate how far we come and go from there. So this is some, I'm going to move into the strategies to connect you with your intuition, because as I just articulated from my story, intuition saved my life. So when people say, oh my gosh, it's just woo woo. There's no way that it doesn't work. I'm a living testament that it is because if I would have did one thing different, if I would have said, oh my gosh, that is so crazy. I'm not going to listen. I potentially would not even be here in this moment in time. And I look back and I say, that was the best thing that has happened to me, or one of the best things that has happened to me. People don't always understand it, but if I wouldn't have went through literally hitting rock bottom, I wouldn't have evolved into getting to where I am today. So it's all about perspective. So I want to encourage you to start listening. If you're like, I, I don't know how to hear my, my intuition. I don't get it. I feel like I get it wrong. I don't, I don't understand it. One thing is you may be putting a lot of focus on what you don't know. And when we focus our attention on what we don't have, we continue to not have. So I want you to acknowledge how you feel and accept your current reality. Also identify your intuition style. Is it 
audible? Is it visual? Is it body sensations? For me, it's a mix of all of them and that's okay. That may be you as well, but just know there is not one model that fits everyone. What works for me may not work for you. What works for Joe Blow may also not work for you either. And that is perfectly fine. But I also wanna encourage you to somehow find a form of stillness to where you can do breath work if that speaks to you or just sit in silence or to have your particular instrumental music playing just to be alone with you to allow yourself to feel how you feel and be okay with that. And then once you are able to, to get in that moment of stillness, take it to another level. I'm a big proponent of journaling. I have found that when I just ask a question, I just write out immediately the things that come to my head. I have gained so much insight. It's almost very therapeutic. It's like my free therapy session with myself and I'm able to go deeper into maybe some of the inner wounds that I've had that I didn't know I had that maybe have restricted my way of thinking to, to lead me to the particular route or path that I am in, but that have also helped me to open my eyes to move into the next phase of the transition, whether that was career from leaving corporate America to switching to doing wellness or from my rec to learning how to just re-navigate through life again. So for me, it's been very applicable. I have a list of questions here that I encourage you, whatever fits for you to, to, to write it out in your journal and then also be honest with your answers. And the first is, what decisions do you need to make? With whatever transition you're in or you're about to go through, what are those decisions you need to make? And focus on your role. Sometimes we like to say, well, if this person did this and blah, 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 that detracts from, from self. And self is the sole proponent that will help guide you through this beautiful thing we call life. And the next question is, what led you to your current career or business status? Whether that was you got demoted or for whatever unfortunate reason you were maybe put out of work or whatever it is, or you got a great entrepreneurial idea, but it just didn't land or it didn't stick. Just think, think about what led you to that situation. Also, what, what led you to your current financial situation? And again, focus solely on the self because ultimately we, do, we play a role in everything that happens to us. And it's so important to tap into to the why of that. And that's not a beat down process. It's not to, to cause you to go into self-deprecation mode, but just going internal and getting uncomfortable will help you to open your eyes to see so much more. Also, it led to relationship strife. What, what does your life need right now? What are you ready to do right now? What your life needs and what you're ready to do, two different things. Your life may need you to end the relationship. It may need you to sell a bunch of things so you can help get to financial freedom. It may need you to leave your job to take something else. It may need you to pick up a second job. That doesn't mean that you feel you're ready to do it, but you know you need to. So just keep that in mind. And also think about what lights you up. What gets you going? What do you enjoy? And find ways to incorporate that into whatever it is you feel you need to do. For me, I love working out. I love wellness. That's why I made a full-time career of career out of it. So when it came to me rebuilding from a wreck and having to redo my entire body, 
I loved physical therapy. I went in with just a big smile on my face. I couldn't wait. Like, yes, I'm going to get to walk around with my crutches and stuff and my cane and my walker, all the different phases I went through. I'm great. And I was able to heal quicker because of my perception and my reaction and my overall attitude to the situation. As I said before, what you think on, you bring on. If you're going to think in the cloudy state of mind, like, whoa, is me, why is this happening? I would encourage you to shift that to why, I mean, this is happening to a reason, so why, for me, for a reason, so why not me? Why not me? This is great. Even if it seems like it's the darkest days, and believe you me, I've been through some dark phases in my life, but perspective and trusting my intuition for the greater purpose has got me through. And I want to encourage you to do a weekly journal activity. And for that, that is, or I believe how we set up our day, how we set up our week impacts us on a variety of levels, not just in that moment. Our beliefs, our actions, our responses make up our core being. Not everybody else's stuff and what they believe, because there's a whole lot of stuff going on right now that I don't agree with, but that does not impact Courtney. I know my core. I know who I am, especially as a melanated person. I stand strong in that in spite of all the other stuff, you know, that gets put out about me and my people. So you have to stand in your own power and your own knowledge and belief system because that will influence everything in your life. And I know to the podcast listeners, you will not be able to see this, but I do encourage you, I'll share my information at the end to, to reach out to me and I will share it uh, with you. But to those of you who are here today, I have this nice little infographic. It's broken into three different sections. So whether you want to start with this with the start of your day or to start your week, I encourage you to choose one belief, one action, and one response to focus on for either that day or for that week. So on this chart, you'll see for the belief column, you have things from focus intention to trust yourself for there is learning in everything. Be open to uh, be open to the answer. Allow yourself to feel, think, and be positive, just to name a few. So for this, it could be to uh, trust yourself more. That could be your belief system that you want to focus on. And with that, that may be a series of affirmations that you build in to start your day or that you call on throughout the day saying, I trust my decision making. I make decisions with ease and grace. I have clarity in the decisions that I make. I know that I know me best. Those are just a few affirmations that may suit and stick with you to help you to be able to evolve into the, okay, cool. I really believe I can trust myself and I got this and I don't have to overthink to get to the trust. The next column is our action column. And in this you have meditate, journal, ask yourself questions. Be creative, sage your space. I know I sage all the time. Get oracle cards to read. So after you have established your belief of trusting yourself more, your next thing may be to, to ask questions. If that, to start your day, like, okay. So I may have had this happen yesterday at work, for example, but what can I do today to end up in a net better place? What can I do today to move the mark to get me to the promotion? What can I do today to go to, my, to the manager to ask for the raise? 
like th things like that, to trust yourself, to know that you have the power to even ask the questions in the first place to get the whatever it is, the result that you're trying to get out of that. And then for the response column, there's gratitude, there's harmonious relationships, pay attention to your dreams, evaluate your body's responses, get retrospective, reflect on a question before you go to bed and use your dream state to come to the answer uh, and do something differently could be another thing. So again, as long as you, your belief was trusting yourself, your action that you took was to ask questions to how to get you to whatever net outcome you want. And then your response to that may be to get retrospective. For example, if you're going to your manager and like, hey, I'm wondering why I didn't get that particular promotion or whatever, and they give you feedback, sometimes it doesn't always land like we think it needs to land, but you need to get retrospective and, and see how there could be truth to it and what they are saying. So yeah, so you can use this chart to however it speaks to you again to identify what's a belief you can work on, what's an action, solid action you can take to build on that belief system, and then how can you respond based to the action that you took going forward. And again, if you're listening to the podcast, I'll give you information that you can reach out to me so you can see this visual that we are looking at today. And now we'll move on to affirming your self-worth. This has nothing to do with a life transition. I believe you need self-worth all day, every day, regardless to what you have going on. You know, some people, they, they look at social media and they get very like, oh my gosh, all these people have these things and blah, 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 blah. Who cares what other people have? Who cares? Let them live their life. You do you, but focus on you and doing what you can do to be the best version of you all day, every day, in spite of what someone has or what they don't have, because a lot of times people don't have what you think they have, but they want you to think that. So I'm just saying, doesn't matter about other people, but a way to help you affirm your self-worth, daily affirmations. Whether you feel up, whether you feel down, whether you feel neutral, build affirmations into your day start to reprogram your thought pattern. This reprogram will shift your reality to match more and to be more in alignment with what you want. Because ultimately, what you think on, you bring on. I said that before, it is so true. So if you are constantly thinking about debt or you're constantly thinking about something going wrong, guess what? You're gonna attract what you're sending energy to. So why not just shift the switch in your head and be like, you know what? I used to have all these negative opinions about myself, but today, today I say bump that I love myself. I am amazing. I am an excellent, whatever wellness coach. I'm an excellent financial advisor, whatever it is that you do, just affirm yourself and build it in. If you've never done affirmations before, if you're not sold on it, try it for 21 days straight every day say affirmations you may need to say them a hundred times you may need to say them 200 times but say them time and time and time and time again whenever you're feeling some type of way start saying your affirmations for that situation and start to see your situation shift look yourself in the eyes in the mirror and be like i trust my intuition i trust my ab ability to make decisions clearly with sound reason 
And then here are some more sample daily affirmations that I put into the presentation. I also have a guide that lists out different affirmations to help you tie into your intuition. These are, I am enough. I do enough. I am my best ally. I trust myself with grace and ease. I am connected to my inner wisdom. I am the expert in me. So if you're, you, when you listen, you can tell when I say this, I'll say, I am, I put the power in it because I believe that I am enough. I do enough. I am my best ally. I trust myself with grace and ease. I am connected to my inner wisdom. I am the expert in me. If I was like, I am enough. I do enough. That, that I mean, that that's a disparity right so if you're going to say an affirmation actually say it put the the feeling and emotion behind it to believe it today even if you don't really believe it say it like you do and then start to actually see the transformation you actually start to be like oh my gosh i am enough boom i'm feeling great i look myself in the eyes every day and i say different affirmations i even have them wrote on my mirror i am connected to my intuition i am open to new ways of uh, thinking and new opportunities to come my way. Find what works for you, do it. And then now you're like, okay, cool. How can I bring it all together? You have this activity. If you're listening to the podcast, I couldn't even see it, Courtney, but you was talking about something about belief, action, response. I heard all that. I don't know what you're talking about. And you talked about something about breath work and all those things. And okay. So, I mean, at the end of the day, what do I do? Cool. Got you. Simple. The first line though, I didn't talk about it at all, but it is important, clean your diet. The things that we put into our vessel, they, it, it, it impacts our energy, it impacts our health. How many times has your body been giving you signals and signs and you ignored it? Yo, I'm the queen, I used to do that all the time. Like, man, bump that, I'm fine, I'm just gonna push through the pain. And then I had to have a, oh my gosh, let me wake up moment cool. When I went plant-based and vegan, which I'm not telling you that's what you need to do, I noticed an immediate change in my energy levels. Okay, cool, bet. What I was eating before had me lethargic. It had me tired. I didn't feel as alert, but cool. When I made the switch to being plant-based, energy levels up. Man, I train differently at the gym. Awesome. Great. Cool. That works for me. I'm going to stick with it and I'm going to keep going. Find what works for you. You know, that may be making just adjustments to the, the type of foods you eat or even the beverages that you drink. Stay hydrated, drink more water, and allow yourself to think with a clearer head. The next is accept what it is, accept what is as what is, and embrace the now. You may be like, you know what? I hear that all the time. Oh my gosh, just be present, just be still, blah, 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 blah. I get it. I've been like you. I feel like, man, I'm so tired of hearing the same thing all day, every day. But the thing is, unfortunately, yes, a lot of the powerful things that are actually relevant have been watered down and really popularized just to, you know, get likes and stuff on social media. But the stuff works. When we accept what is added as is, we can release the need to control. We can release the bondage that we may feel about the situation because it is. My rec, for example, instead of being like, man, oh my gosh, this sucks. I'm a teenager and I want to live my life. I was like, cool. It's a challenge. I'm going to go up for it because I know I wouldn't be going through nothing this severe if I didn't have the power what's inside of me 
to get through it. So for me, that was exciting knowing that that power was within me. And it's all because of my intuition, as well as doing the physical work and all the other things with that. But I embraced what was as it was, didn't try to change the past. Because guess what? In case you haven't figured it out after however many years you've been in this life, you can't change it. It's done. The conversation that you had that you maybe are like, man, I shouldn't have said that. It's done. The, the money you paid for something that you're like, man, that was not the best thing for me to do. It's done. All you can do is make a shift and learn from that experience and keep going. And like the fourth stage was open the new door to the new phase and just walk through it. Even if it's wide open and you're like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I'm just going to trust that this is the right decision for me to make because in my gut is telling me that I need to do this. But my head is telling me, oh my gosh, but no, just stay safe in my bubble and fear wants to keep me protected. But inside, I know I got to do this uncomfortable thing. Uncomfortable things lead to growth. Growth is uncomfortable. When we grow, we go through some different, you know, oh my gosh, this feels weird. But we get past it, we get through it, and we look back and say, man, hindsight's 2020. I'm so glad I did that. How many like entrepreneurs have you heard their stories and they're like, you know what? I had a hunch. I had a gut feeling. I dropped out of school or not. I mean, you do whatever you feel you need to do, but you know, people have dropped out of school. People hit rock bottom, rock bottom. They had nowhere to go in their head, but up. And they made the decision. I'm going to go after my goals, my dreams, because I feel like that's what I need to do. I feel like somehow I'm going to get there. I am going to get past this and I'm going to get through this. I can't tell you how today, but I feel like one day I will be there. And they did. They got there and they got even farther than they even imagined. It happens time and time and time and time again. And that goes into allow yourself to see the bigger picture. You can see it. You may not want to see it. You may be scared to see it. Again, fear is trying to keep you safe. Just acknowledge those, those feelings of fear, but also be like, see, I see the bigger picture. I see my role in this. I see my power in this, and I'm going to be just fine. And enjoy the flow of life. I hope when you, you leave this presentation, you, you give yourself the permission to have fun. I like to laugh and joke. That's how I get through life. Some of the, the toughest points in my life, I had to laugh through it because if I don't laugh, I mean, it's just going to be miserable and I'd rather not be miserable. I'd rather smile. I'd rather crack jokes and find enjoyment in this time because I, cho I chose to be here in this life and enjoy it. It is okay to laugh. It is okay to be like, you know what? I'm going to smile, even if nobody else around me is. I'm going to be freaking happy because I owe it to me. And I'm going to try this intuition stuff. And I'm going to try some of these things. I'm going to try to journal. And even if I think it's crazy, I may laugh about it, but doggone it, I'm going to try it because why not? I'm going to find a way to build in what I love into this process to make it work for me. And the next point here, keep intuition simple and step outside of your box. Keep it simple. It does not need to be some drawn out thing, something you overthink and you overanalyze because at that point, it goes back to what I said many slides ago that your, your decision making starts to get cloudy. 
your viewpoint starts to get cloudy because you're just thinking all the time, what is intuition? How do I know it exists? Is this my intuition? Wait, was that my intuition? Oh my goodness, was this my first thought? Wait, was that my first thought? Oh my goodness, what do I do? This man, just chill, relax, <gasps> breathe, and just make a decision. And if you feel after time that wasn't the best thing for you to do, guess what? It was the thing for you to do because your eyes were opened and you have a new way of thinking and a new way to process the information and a new way to react and act going forward. Perception is key. And then the last thing I have here, carve out time for yourself daily to be present with you, whether that's meditation, sitting in silence, breath work, use the time to ask yourself questions, to journal uh, your initial thoughts and responses to your questions, and B, you can set yourself up for your day like that. If you're about to move and you don't know where you're going to move, but you need to move because your lease is about to expire or you need to sell your house or whatever, journal, ask whatever that top question is, you know, list out your options there, make a decision or what decisions need to be made could be another question and go from there. Trust yourself to know because you do ultimately know. And with that, I'm going to open up the floodgates to any questions that you all may have for the presentation today. As I try to pull it back up, it does not want to stay. Oh yeah, the chat gets weird. Um, there we go. Feel free to put your questions in chat. You can also unmute um, and ask them live, whatever is more comfortable. Um, Benita in the chat box says that that was an excellent presentation. Um, and I agree, that was a great presentation of all that information, a lot of good information. Um, let's see. It looks like Gigi is unmiked. Do you have a question, Gigi? I do. I do. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, so getting into all of that mode for the most part, you know, when you start getting those feelings and you feel like you're, you're listening to everything, but how do you stay into that flow state? Cause you get into um, the mode of everything happening for a reason. And then all of a sudden you feel like there's like a stop gap somewhere within that. How do you stay within the flow of the momentum of everything when it comes to following your intuition? So just, I just want to repeat back to make sure I understood the question correctly. So the question is, so after you're in the flow of, okay, cool. Listening to the feelings, this, that, and the other, how do I stay? Stay here as time progresses and as things happen is that yeah okay so for for me when I think specifically to life transitions I had powerful feelings that I tried to ignore I walked that route like nah that doesn't especially leaving corporate America that doesn't make sense why would I do that I have all this cush thing like that just doesn't make sense because I put a lot of logic into it. However, the universe is like, you're going to listen and you will. So anyway, so when I actually started to trust myself, I made the commitment, I made the decision. Now the period after that, there was a lot of doubt. Like, was this the right thing for me to do? Did I make the right decision? Because I feel like when sometimes when we do, we make an intuitive decision, things come up to try to get us off track and to make us uh, second guess ourselves, even though that was the right thing to do. So for me, and again, I can only speak for myself, I stayed going towards whatever I felt that was I needed to do. 
And what I have found from personal experiences, when I do that, when I stay consistent to what, again, I felt I needed to do, even though I got obstacles here, I have hurdles here, I got to jump over this puddle, I got to swim through, you know, the valley here and climb this mountain, that at the end of the day, I make it to the top and I'm able to look back and say, okay, cool. I did what I needed to do. It didn't always feel like that was the right decision because all this other stuff happened, but I stayed the course because deep down I knew somehow some way that I was going to come out of it and make it to the other side. So that goes back to what I was saying about remember the bigger picture and remember that fear is a way just to keep us safe and protected. And the doubt is a way to come in and again, be like, no, you want to stay comfortable. You want to stay safe. Why would you want to take, take a, a, a leap outside of your box? No, that's not what we're trained to do. We're not trained to do that in life. We're trained to go to school, go to college, get a, get a nine to five job, wake up to your alarm clock every day, get back home, be bored, go to sleep for a few hours, wake up and do the same thing all over again. To do something outside of that is different and it can be scary, but when you know it's right, you know it's right and you'll reach the point where like, you know what, I can't keep making excuses. And you go, hopefully that answered your question. That was really long winded. I hope it did. <laughs> It did. I'm, I'm going through a bit of a phase right now where I'm like, I have this feeling. I really want to listen to it. But at the same time, logic is trying to get in the way going, you know, but what about this? What about that? Do, what, did you think about this? What's your long term goals? Like, I have no, I have absolutely positively no idea what my long term goal is. I just know that this might be the right move and I don't know where it will go next. But you bring up a, a good point. You have a feeling, cool, the feeling is whatever that is you feel you need to do, but then you can use logic to help you line out a plan to follow your intuition, right? So again, uh, we'll go back to career transitions and changes. You may feel like you need to do something, but you also can tap into, okay, let me use my logical side to help me get a plan to pursue my intuition. So for me, I'm so glad you brought that up. As I look back, that's how I honestly did my stuff because I'm very logical. I mean, I'm like, uh -uh, I'm in facts, black and white, that gray stuff is for the birds. No, it either is or it isn't. So I've had to grow to really utilize my intuition, but also not negate that logical side, because you need to be able to execute, right? And to get something done. And that's where you can balance between, uh, between the two while still following your intuition. Because you do need a plan. <laughs> Were there any other questions? I, don't see. I had a question actually. Yeah. Um, uh, I know that I wish one of the things that I enjoy is life to be really orderly. And so um, it's one thing to go th through one transition and move through all of the phases. But how do you greet a situation where you're moving through multiple transitions and maybe the different areas of your life are at different phases? Um, you know, I feel like a lot of people are probably experiencing that, especially with COVID and everything going on in the world, that it's like almost every realm of your life is experiencing some sort of shift and at a different pace. So what's a good way to, uh, to deal with that? 
So again, the question I heard was, when you have a lot of things going on, how can you deal with all the things and still listen to what you feel you need to do intuition-wise? Okay. So let's see. Okay. So, and again, speaking just from personal example, when I, the transition, the major ones I've had to go through, it's like it was a ripple effect. This happened and boom, this large big thing happened and boom, got my feet pulled under me from this large thing and it was just a spiral event. But what worked for me is the stillness. Stillness, stillness was something that I pushed back against for so long. I don't have time to meditate. I don't want to do that. How can I just clear my thoughts and sit down for five minutes, 15 minutes? I made so many reasons as to why I couldn't do it and excuses that eventually when I was like, you know what, let me just give it a try. Let me try to be present. Let me bring it in. I do a lot of tarot cards. I have animal cards. I, what, what started working for me was, was doing that pulling a chakra card or pulling an animal card, animal spirit card or pulling a tarot card at the start of my day to see where my energy needed to go. That is what has worked for me because I've had so many different things coming at me like, okay, I understand I have 15 million things that are happening that I'm going through, but how can I use my energy today? What are some things that I need to pay attention to? Okay, boom, my knee is in pain. I've been noticing that where, in what ways am I having rigid thinking? Is it in uh, transition number one? Okay, no, it's not that. Is it in transition number two? Okay, no, it's not that. So with that, I try to match body sensations to whatever I'm going through. Okay, I'm experiencing back issues. Is it, be, is it because I feel like I'm carrying the weight of the world on me? Is it because I'm not asking for help? Is it because I need to find ways to be more expansive and open to financial opportunities? to help support me in whatever transition that I'm going to going through. So again, I, I use the, the stillness and breaths. I pull on different tarot cards and I listen to body sensations and tie that into whatever I am experiencing. And for me, that has helped me gain clarity through it. And that's helped me not to feel overwhelmed because I, I did experience a period where I'm like, gosh, I just feel so stressed and I have all this stuff going on with my body because I, I chose not to listen. But when I started listening, I was able to make better decisions and I realized the importance of, okay, I feel like I have all these things on my plate, but I know I can organize them because like you were saying orderly, I like some structure. So I like to feel like I've done something and created some type of not necessarily hierarchy, but just a number system to where I say, I need to put energy into this today. I don't need to put energy here because if I put energy in this space, I'm going to be stressed about this one. So let me make sure I focus on this. That needs to get done. This doesn't. And that's helped me kind of just navigate through having multiple things, but I would highly recommend just being still, allow yourself to think allow yourself to ask questions and journal how you feel. And that can lead you to new insight you didn't even know was in you, you didn't even think about. You may shed some tears in the process, but you may gain hella insight as well. So hopefully that answers your question. Absolutely, yeah, and even been Cool, and I see in the group chat, Benita says that answer helped me too about body sensations. Yes. When I actually started listening and got Louise Hayes' book, You Can Heal Your Life, I think that's the correct title, 
I'm like, boom, I feel powerful. Yes, I trust myself. Okay, man, my elbow's acting up. Okay, again, elbow, it flows in this right here, this plane, up and down. Where am I being rigid? Where am I not being open-minded? Oh man, I'm having trouble seeing. What do I not wanna see in my life? So the list just goes on and on. Were there any other questions? Can you hear me? I hear someone now. Yes. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. This is Bonita. I was just wanting to say, um, you know, because I've been having so much trouble with my neck, and I've been blaming it on a wreck I was in and all that, but but it seems so much noticeable now. So I'm going to pay attention to that. And I have that book that I forgot about, but you know, it was such a good point because I, you know, it was on my mind so much for the past few weeks. And I'm thinking now that I've heard you say it. I need I need to look at this closer, mm -hmm. you know, and you know you know figure out what it is because it means something. Absolutely. So, thank you for that. Oh no problem. Thank you for sharing and being open yeah. to sharing that. Yeah. yeah. Our bodies talk to us on the daily. <laughs> we just <laughs> we always feel we have fifty million other things to do besides focus on the vessel that we need to focus on. I have been. I am preaching to my own choir. <laughs> I've had to learn to listen. <laughs> thank you. Oh, and no thank problem. you, Kristen, for that question. Anybody else? Cool. Well, here's my contact information on the screen. For those of you listening on the podcast, website is CourtneyMcWayneFitness.com. I said my name very interesting, but C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y-M-C-W-A-I-N-E fitness.com. You can also send me an email at court info at CourtneyMcWayneFitness.com or follow me on the gram or message me on the gram, view my gram at Fit Coach Court and also my podcast, The Soul Renewal Radio. New episodes drop super early in the morning every Monday. So feel free to check that out on Spotify, Apple, Google, my website, all those things. Awesome. Thank you so much, Courtney. That was great information, a lot to digest. I love that you put some really great action steps in there. Like it's uh, it's very tangible. So thank you for making intuition uh, sort of a solid concept that we can really work with and get our hands on. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Thank you everyone for being here. Check Courtney out at CourtneyMcWayneFitness.com or FitCoachCourt on Instagram. Um, I hope you all have a blessed day and you feel closer to your, your intuition than you did an hour ago. Um, thanks again and everyone take care of yourselves and we'll see you in a few weeks. Bye everyone. This episode was produced by Kirsten Hedges and produced and edited by Georgie Harris. For more information, visit us at modernmysticshop.com and click on Sunday School.